You're listening to Come Curious, the one with our 2024 fuck it lists. Ooh, yeah. It's 2024. Energy. Energy. It's 2024, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, bitches. Let's go. Gonna get some. Gonna get some. You gotta get so much, so much this year. So much good stuff this year. <laughs> The, the dead behind your voice. The the absolute like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get so much this year. I, I was gonna say so much dick this year, but then I was like, but it could be anything in it my brain. That was that was my like thought process, and then it came. We're gonna get so much this year. I love that though. You're making space for not just being straight. That's beautiful. Of it takes 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 a while takes a while as in for yourself for yeah. being for coming out as bi mm, yes and that, that that is a brain thought pattern that does have to slowly change yeah. where you know it does feel normal to say dick but you're like oh wait wait I there's more I have options <laughs> I have options. I'm not just fucking slave to the dick anymore. Fuck. Fuck the dick. Mm, although still frustratingly so slave to the dick. It's actually just so annoying. So annoying. Oh, why do I crave dick so much? You know what I figured out that I crave? Just like deep masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah. Mass but that could be energy. with anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of what gender you're born. Mm, give me that mask energy. Oh. <laughs> That's a weird start to this episode. We actually have we have slight confession to make. All the episodes that you've heard this year are actually recorded last year. So this is the first oh. episode that we are Naughty. here for <laughs> this year, which is actually quite exciting. We're like, okay, back in the game. We had a little break. A lot has happened. A lot. Like, <laughs> A lot has happened in the space of what, uh, like a few weeks, three yeah. weeks to a month. Yeah, yeah. there it, shit is gone. <laughs> shit is fucking hit the fan. Um, the and so we needed fan. the fucking. We needed the break. We needed. We needed the break. the break. Um, thank you for you know giving us that time, and I hope mm -hmm. that you are still with us, sticking around. Yeah. For the pod. Yeah. Do do you have any updates? What's been going on in Pound Town? My I don't know why I called you Pound Town. In, in Pound Town. Yeah, that has not been happening for me. There has been no pounding in Pound. It's more like the 99p store here. <laughs> <laughs> the 99 cent store. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no Poundland. God, I've not even like fully figured out how I'm even going to talk about my updates. Um, mm. But there's quite a big portion of everything that I want to keep to myself. And I'm sure the curious fuckers will understand that. There's a lot mm -hmm. that I'm processing, um, a lot that I'm in therapy talking about. And I think sometimes it's weird being in this kind of space where we talk so openly about all of our relationships and all of our sex yeah. life. And then it's like, wait, but where's the line that we draw in terms of giving ourselves enough time to process something before just like spilling it out? And I've definitely been one of the 
people on here, I feel like I say things maybe more, you process things a little bit more. You waited mm. for a while after your breakup with um, your ex to talk about it, but usually I'm just like, oh my God, this happened, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so much drama, what a dick, love bombed, mm. like all of that shit has happened from my side. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to like take things a little bit differently and actually keeping part of my situation private. But what I did want to talk about is how, when you're in, I don't know whether it's just like an age thing or when it's like been something that's been repeatedly happening, is mm. that when relationships end, I feel like such a fucking failure, especially because yeah. I've been talking about all of them in public mm -hmm. to all of you. And it's like, oh, the one time I was really, ex you know, it seems like I'm always like, oh my God, yeah, this is going to be the one. This person's amazing. I'm falling in love. Like I literally ended last last year's podcast being like, wow, 2023, the year that I fell in love. And then I start this year being like, sorry. okay. My heart. Yeah. My heart is going out to you. I am sorry. <laughs> and this year, I just feel like such a failure being like, hi, I'm going through another breakup. Like, I'm another relationship mm. failed. And even though, as much as I like, I can say to everyone else, a breakup is not a failure. When it's happened, yeah. like I started 2023 with a kind of breakup and I ended 2023 with a breakup. And in between, there was other situations that didn't work out. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why can mm. I not meet someone that actually wants to settle down with me and sees all the goodness that I am and like how amazing I can be as a girlfriend. And obviously I have to take responsibility over it as well. Like, mm -hmm. but this time I really do feel like I showed up in like a really great way. And yeah, so well, it after was, this it was one thrown back in, in your face, basically. Yeah. Which was no good. Yeah, so I kind of, I guess I wanted to bring up the whole when you're dating in your 30s, it's such like high stake dating because you're like, oh, this is like yeah. the 10 years that you're supposed to meet the one and settle down and have kids. And I've decided that I do want to have kids. And I'm 32, I'm 33 this year. And I'm like, okay, well, if I want to have kids, I kind of need to do it soon mm. because we don't know what bodies be saying. This is true, but it's also, I mean, it, and it has been hard for you and we do put so much weight on relationships and I know you're doing all the right things by going through therapy and like reading all the right books and and just trying to get yourself back on there which is all you can really do but it's also there is so much pressure from society to make us believe that we are not good enough if we don't have a forever partner that we yes. haven't accomplished life if we don't have kids or a house or settling down at this age on top of which we've got the added fear of the body clock in quotation yeah. marks, which isn't really true. It doesn't really exist. Like biologically speaking, there is some evidence to show that some people go through difficulties after a certain age, but that is not everyone. And science is getting more and more advanced and incredible. And it's not about having the kid and you before you're ready to. Yeah. There are so many other options these days. I know it's it's hard, but I I feel like we've 
it's literally been rammed down our throats that we have to have babies between the age of 30 and 35 because of this body clock thing. But that is fucking bullshit. You should want to have kids when you're ready for it, when you want to have kids. Yeah. I think one of my main thoughts has been, I feel like I'm ruining my life with the desire to fall in love and love being the primary thing that's like high up on the pedestal for me. Like I'm like, mm. I want a relationship. My Like a relationship is something that I've wanted since I was a teenager. And that's always been, you know, like I'm a relationship person. I love sex. I love intimacy. As you mm-hmm. can see, I have a whole career around it. And yet <laughs> yeah. it still evades me. And I feel like I'm ruining things by, I'm ruin, ruining my own life f- for being miserable for not mm. getting what I want because I've put it on this pedestal and I'm just going to be unhappy forever because I'm constantly looking for this love mm-hmm. that may or may not happen. Like I might not find love in my life. It's yeah. very unlikely that I wouldn't find anything. But what if I like just go on the rest of like the next year thinking like, oh, I still can't find love and it makes me upset that I'm not getting love. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking, I just need to stop putting that in my future and get on with having the love from my friends and from other things in my life instead of searching for something that might not actually exist for me. Like, what if I don't find a life partner? What if that's not something in my future? And I'm just yeah. always going to be upset that I don't have that and I don't find that. Mm, I, to- I think I think it's really admirable you're trying to change the perspective around it. But you can't keep beating yourself up. Like, we are... It's, it's normal human behavior to want to be with somebody, especially in the world that we've set up in this idea that you have to be a successful human, you have to be in a long-term relationship or whatever that means. But it is also about recognizing that the journey is just as important as, as reaching the goal, enjoying the time that you have now and, and, and work, I want to say working on yourself because it's just like so fucking... <sighs> boring to, to hear love yourself oh, I, I cannot I cannot that's, that's the thing that I always go back to as well because when I get into my deep darkest depressions my mm. like verbal inner monologue is like I hate myself yeah and that's what I need to work on mm-hmm. I think what you're doing is right you're recognizing it you're seeing that there is a pattern um with how down you feel after when something when when in again quotation marks when something see when you see as a failure because you internalize it and we all internalize that shit especially like if you've grown up with unpredictable or turbulent caregivers anytime that we we got shouted at we would internalize that and so if somebody says something's wrong even if it's like their own bag completely separate from us we instantly go oh my god it's my fault what have i done how can i fix this how can i make this better yeah rather than going actually that's their fucking issue like it's a it is that self-acceptance it's about her i nearly said it i nearly said it organically learning to love yourself I don't know why learning to love yourself is such a fucking difficult task. It is hard to learn it, to love yourself. It is cringy and annoying to hear. And the the thing is, is that we're going to be learning to love ourselves for the rest of our lives. Like, it's just not that simple. Um, and even, even if you don't want to be in the relationship, when you leave a relationship, I still make it something about myself. And I'm yeah. like, even though I'm like, 
yeah, I absolutely don't want to be in that. I'm like, but I'm not good enough for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. worthy enough, even for something like that, you know? Yeah. That's the hard bit. But you have been through a lot, and I think that, that it takes time to recover from a breakup, no matter how easy or difficult it is. Yeah. Um, like, it's not been long. It's been, like, what, like, less than a month and I think you've yeah. got to give yourself a bit of time and grace. It it takes time to learn to love yourself again after a breakup. When you go through something like that, like a part, a piece of your identity goes with it. And it takes mm. time to build yourself back up to remember who you were from the beginning, before you even met that person, before you were trying to impress them and change yourself for them, even if it's subconscious. So it's like basically getting back to your roots and, and who you are and what you love Back and that takes path. time. Yeah. yeah. It, your path. Yeah. Like loving moment, cars and shit. <laughs> yeah. At the moment, I'm really trying to reconnect with what I want because mm. at the moment, I'm like, I don't know what I want in terms of like living situation, where I want to be, you know, like even interests, even work. Like, I'm just like, I'm very floaty and mm. I'm like trying to accept that I don't have a concrete answer. But the problem with that is that I'm very easily swayed into things if someone else has like a good opinion, like a, an opinion on something. And if mm. I'm like in this floaty space where I'm like, well, I don't know what I want. So if then mm. someone's like, well, you could have life like this. I'm like, okay, I'll try that out because I'm yeah. a very like, I'll try that. I'm an experienced hungry person because mm -hmm. most of the time I don't know what, what I want and I am trying to figure that out. But it's all I, I think it's all okay, okay not to know what you want. I feel yeah. like we put so much pressure on, oh, you know what you're you're aiming for something, you're reaching that goal. And you know, yeah. there is also a beauty and a skill in being able to bend. And like a lot of us, what we we look up to traveling nomads who just like travel around and they live hand to mouth and they're just fucking happy and free. Yeah. And yet, I do feel a little we, bit like a nomad. Yeah, like I think I think you are like on your on your US journey wherever that takes you, and I I think yeah. that we forget how special and important that is because especially London life, city life yeah. is all about like get more, more money, more things, more like uh, fucking kudos and followers, and that's mm -hmm. also really toxic. And if it's not making you happy, then it's not worth it. I think being floaty is great unless being floaty direct like pushes you in a direction that you actually didn't want to go in. But that's also yeah. a, a learning curve. That's also like sure. life experience. Yeah. And with and with dating and stuff now, like I I I don't feel like I want to do the like celibacy thing. I don't want to do the yeah. I'm gonna go work on myself. Shit. I'm like nah. I did that last year. I don't mm. need to. I don't need to avoid social interactions and intimacy and nice things that I enjoy just because yeah. I went through another situation. Um. So. But this time I'm going back out on dating. I've re-downloaded Field, <laughs> deleted Raya. Yeah. Never going on Raya ever again in my life. Oh no. Um, fuck that app. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say that on the show, but <laughs> Well, there goes our um advertising campaign with them. <laughs> um back on Field and also just dating with no expectations. 
Yes, that is perfection. It yeah. is not going like, I'm desperate to find love. I'm going to find my next husband and the next person yes. I settle down with. It is taking yeah. your time, really checking mm-hmm. people out. I think that's so fucking good. It's, yeah. it's so important. Not rushing into any hookups. Yeah. You know, just like getting to know people. I mean, mm-hmm. is this someone that I want to connect with? Um, and, and having fun. I- I think I, fun. you need to have some fucking fun. I, I I don't understand when people say like, oh, after the breakup, you just need to learn to love yourself and find time and don't get back on the dating scene. Like you can learn yeah. to love yourself you know, while you're dating, while you're going I, out fucking a thousand people. I feel like kink is going to help me learn to love myself. This is something yeah. that I really want to focus on this year is getting my fix of kinks and exploring a lot of the things that I that are taboo that I enjoy in that kind of way mm-hmm. I think it will help me like re-get control of myself and um yeah I think it's going to be really like a really good journey so yeah again explore rope play go to some classes find some kink communities and shit like that I'm very excited about it Yes, yeah. This is, I mean, I swear we say this at the beginning of every year. 2024, bro. Like, this, <laughs> 2024. this is the year. <laughs> you know what? I started last year really, ne- like, I didn't think 2023 was going to be a good one. Didn't have a good mm-hmm. feeling about it. This time, though. <laughs> this time, this year. Though, this is this the year. one. As soon as it turned 2024, I was like, this is going to be a good year. I know it. I know it. Also, I've got my road trip with my dad coming up. I've got a motherfucking road trip for a whole month with my dad. Think of all the childhood healing that is going to happen. That's going to be so fucking good. Speaking of childhood healing, both Florence and I are listening to this book at the moment and it is blowing our minds. Couldn't recommend it enough. It's um, Hendrix Harville and Finding and Keeping Love. Yes. Would recommend. Yeah. He is saying some shit that is blowing our minds. Like we're reading at the same time and like voice noting each other bits that that really speak out to us and trying to do the exercises that it's honestly so good. It doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship or if you're single, mm. you can relate to all relationships. It's it's yeah. so useful. I am putting so many things that I'm learning into practice and seeing seriously good results. Wow, like, that's really good. There's There was one fascinating bit in talking about a relationship where he was saying like abolishing all negativity. This is like wild. And in theory, it doesn't really work, but it's like an insane concept where you abolish all negativity, any like tone of voice, any mm-hmm. comment, any sarcasm, any raised eyebrow or eye roll. And instead you replace it with asking for what you need. And it is so, I'm trying so hard to do it, but it's so fucking hard. But it is, I am seeing the results and I'm more understanding and cognitive about it. And I'm seeing huge results in how good I feel and how it's It's, affected mine and Jacob's relationship. It's this therapy practice called Imago. Mm. It's the Imago theory, um, which is all about, yeah, your childhood wounds. Yeah. Finding an Imago partner is basically someone that represents your wounds and you get to re like you get to finish your childhood with that partner. Like these are all the things that you didn't learn mm-hmm. and you get to heal within that space and that relationship, even though it's really hard. 
Yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucking hard. It's so yeah. hard. I'm, there's lots of stuff I'm like, oh yeah, I'll take that, but I'm never gonna fucking use it. <laughs> it is so hard, especially when you're in the middle of an argument. Yeah. And you're trying really hard to be like, okay, I'm like- gonna try and hear you and validate you while I'm really stifling my fucking screaming voice right now. Yeah. It's fucking difficult i feel like that's what we should go into all relationships thinking like Mm. every relationship no matter how serious or not it is is a way for you to be healing your childhood wounds because that's how we do it we can't do it on our own we Mm. have to do it with a partner and and if it doesn't go to plan it doesn't mean to say that you are a failure it means to say that they were not the right match for you and you basically yeah. instead of healing and working together you ended up triggering each other um and i am so grateful like i feel like now a year on after the breakup from my ex i am so grateful that relationship happened even though it was like mm. it got really horrible in the last 6 months and i really lost myself I am so grateful for all of that because it taught me so much. It taught me how how to, to argue differently, how to talk yeah. about my issues differently, how not to people please my partner and try and do the thing that he wants me to do and mm-hmm. actually just say like, oh, I hear you, but no, I'm actually going to do that thing because that's who yeah. I am and what I want. That is, it's making me love, that is yeah. the epitome of loving yourself yeah. is not people pleasing other people and and not feeding into people's negativity or comments about you and just being like, thanks for that. But like, actually, no, I'm still going to do it my way. Yeah. Something that I really learned from that audio series so far is that I don't tell people what I need or what I want or I don't bring things up because Mm -hmm. I think if I do that, they're going to leave me. Yeah. That's literally how serious it is in my my head. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. like, well, if I bring up my needs to the forefront and I don't like cater for them... Mm. they're gonna leave me and it materializes that way as well yeah like my because that's my narrative i choose partners Mm -hmm. that if i start bringing my problems to them they don't listen to me Mm -hmm. yeah so it's 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 a wild ride it is and we would highly recommend any we're not even fucking advertised by them but like would recommend checking out that fucking book something some good shit Something for the fuck it list 2020. Yeah, yes. Okay, we should start the fuck it list with the Hendrix Harville book. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. is, I'm going to complete that motherfucking book yes. and have an even better relationship, not just with my partner, but with mm. my friends and with my family. That yeah. is the plan for 2024. On my fuck it list, like I was saying earlier, kink is a really big part of yes. my fuck it list. And I'm yeah. writing that down. I want to be tied up that's like the main thing mm. want to be completely tied up yes one, fucking one get, it. It. <laughs> get it get girl. it girl get it get that but, bondage did you have any updates reed do have a few updates um i think my main one was yeah just having having a nice christmas but getting through christmas was quite tough i think mm. on retrospect so next christmas this year, I'm going to really make sure that I put in rest time for me and myself. Even yes. if that's at the detriment of like my family being like, what? Why are you taking this? Why are you not hanging out with us? Why are you leaving early? I am still going to put that in place because yeah, that's I, I recognize I, I hit I hit a, I hit an end. I hit like a point where I was like, 
angry and annoyed and impatient and frustrated and I was like okay I need a rest day so that's my plan for next Christmas and also more rest time in between Christmas and New Year's mm-hmm. um so you add that to the fuck it list although it's not really fuckable but sure we'll, we'll put it in there anyway um self-care so you don't get burnout yes exact family social burnout oh my god so mm-hmm. so much social burnout yes. and also, we my my New Year's was quite fun. We we got a little Airbnb out in outside of London, and on the second night, um, yeah. where half people had already gone home, half people had stayed, we kind of all ended up having this like semi orgy experience. Whoa! Where in the living room we were all chilling and hungover, and we bought in two mattresses, and we were all lying on the floor. And we all took some shrooms, which was really fun. Um, and then we all got real nasty. But we weren't like exchanging and swapping and fucking each other. Yeah. We were sort of staying in our little couples and individually doing like naughty stuff, like fingering Ooh. and fucking. And, and there wasn't really a swapping element, but we were just all in the same room fucking our respective partners. So that's kind of cool. I like it, that. It was cool, although we nearly killed ourselves with the fire. We had to open some windows and the headaches were strong, but like, <laughs> like there was like a fireplace that clearly just wasn't getting the smoke up. And, Fuck. And yeah, and that was, that was really fun. It just felt like really weird at the beginning. I remember being like, do I like this? I'm not sure. Do I want to fucking everyone? And then towards the end, I was like, ah, fuck it. Just like, let's go. Just so, let, yeah. let loose. Let loose. Be super hedonistic. It's kind of like reminding me of yeah, just like eyes exactly wide that. shut and those like weird sex parties in movies where it's just like writhing bodies everywhere. Yeah, lots of well, I mean, was even more naked? writhing because of the shrooms. Yeah, everyone was naked. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Actually, no. I think there was some pants on somewhere. Some little like yeah. It was. It was just really interesting. What a way to welcome in twenty twenty four. Yeah, it was pretty pretty nice. I was pretty happy with that. But oh my lord, the week after, the first week of January, I was <laughs> not in a good way. I w- I'm hoping that other people can relate. Just like miserable, the massive come down after all the fun and excitement from Christmas and New Year's and just like partying and just I was miserable. And also Jacob and I got some confusing news where he's yeah. now... With our long distance relationship from Manchester to London, he's now moving to Scotland for six months. So we're trying to deal with the fact that instead of him moving to London, he's now moving even further away. We should do opposite side of the UK. So yeah, just trying to deal with that info. A long distance relationship episode with someone else that's like been in a really like successful long distance relationships so that you that can would get be so good tips yeah like like a therapist or someone who has been because i've learned a lot on how to work long distance like i've done so much research into so many fucking podcasts yeah. but it'd be really good to hear more about it because i felt the same way i instantly went into you're abandoning me and of course, it's yeah. not. That's not true. And no, my whole not. first week of January, I was basically in tears. Like I'm dying. I don't know how I'm gonna go. Like so dramatic. Like oh, my life is over. So 
I'm yeah. out of that hole now and I'm seeing things <laughs> way more clearly and logically and trying to see the good in this, like trying to see the positives. Yes. It's kind of hard, but fuck me, Jesus Christ. It's going to be hard, work. but you will make it work. Yeah. And also congratulations to Jacob. He got a fucking incredible promotion for all the hard work he's put in and I couldn't be more proud of Bravo. him. Um, It's just in this little long distance yeah. bubble. Yes. So we kind of forgot to say at the beginning of the episode that you should get out a piece of paper or a journal or something and write your own fuck it list for the rest of the episode. So before we get into our proper fuck it lists, a curious fucker sent in a fuck off story. This curious fucker wrote, once my ex was riding me and I went to spank her, missed, slapped myself on the balls... <laughs> And instantly no. lost all semblance of my boner. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ow, how does that even oh. happen? Oh Imagine, my like, God. Oh. Uh, no, bro, that reminds me, like, one of the worst first experiences I ended up having, which I, my, my first boyfriend was on top of me licking my nipple and I yeah. accidentally kneed him in the balls and because I kneed him in the balls, he bit down so hard on my nipple that it bled and both oh of us were like God. writhing around in so much pain and, and it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh. oh, your poor balls. I yeah. love that. It was like um, any semblance of a boner semblance you're such a good word semblance <laughs> so for the next half of the podcast we want you to snuggle up get a cup of tea or coffee or a matcha and get your notebook and we want to sit and manifest the rest of the year together manifest <laughs> i'm dying i mean how cunty do we sound like manifest and matcha manifest <laughs> We're going to sit down on Manapast the rest of the year. Or, for those who like a bit of science talk, visualise and and positive, PMA, positive mental attitude, the shit or out of this year. just write a fuck it list, which is basically a bucket yeah. list yeah. for I don't know why we're the rest of the year. Complicating it. Like, yeah, you just, just write some shit down on a bit of paper. Like. <laughs> okay, okay. So we want to start with what are we leaving behind? What are we mm -hmm. leaving behind? This has also been a trend on Instagram, I think, where everyone's like, okay, what's out and what's in? Yeah, the in and outies. Yeah, we had like a really good post on Come Curious for that. Thanks, Em, our producer who's dope. So yeah, just shout out. Shout out to you, girl. Shout out. Okay, so what's out for us? What's out for you, Reed? And also, everyone, write down what is out for you whilst we discuss ours. I love this, actually. I feel really calm okay. now we're all sitting down with a pen and paper. Yeah, I'm loving this. For me, out is getting angry before knowing the full story. Like, jumping to conclusions and, and getting shouty and mad. Like, taking a beat and slowing myself down before I respond. So, yeah, like... Uh, what would you call it? What is out is like jumping on emotion. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. What's out for me? My my search for love is hey, out. I like that. <laughs> nice. Get it out. Kick it out. Just get that pressure away from me. Um. Oh. Yeah. What is out is 
relying on other people to make me feel better mm. to make me like not feel sad or to distract myself also yeah. oh my okay i was just about it goes into overusing drugs and alcohol to mm. not feel that that is out i'm so done with that like i'm yeah. done out are my vaginal health problems because now i'm on a journey with evie to heal myself for good which has been going really really well so far mm. evie's um a company we're actually gonna have one of the hosts on the podcast i don't know if that's gonna happen but they're a great uh company out here in america who are basically just doing really good tests and giving meds out and like no other doctors go in that far with female health so it's been a really really good journey with them nice what is out i feel like i want to say this but like self-diagnosing oh self-diagnosing and diagnosing other people i think diagnosing other people yeah. it's so easy to do it when you don't like someone or like you have an ex <laughs> and you're like they're a narcissist they're a psychopath they just yeah i that's out that's gone yeah 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 i mean people throw around those words so much yeah mm -hmm. so so much mm -hmm. and you know sometimes they can possibly be true but also everyone's got their own shit and they're dealing with their own shit and most people are undiagnosed with all of that yeah. stuff so there's no point of putting labels on to people really we just gotta figure ourselves out if uh, the one thing that i disagree on is i think self-diagnosis is good in a way of it helps you understand yourself better mm -hmm. if you're doing the research correctly yeah yeah i and i i i think you're right there has been like knowing that we're both neurodivergent and probably on the spectrum somewhere has been so helpful yeah. for us and yes figuring out work and also our relationship and our relationship with other people but i think yeah. it also there's a line there's a line that can be crossed yeah i agree there's a lot of buzz. I think this is just what happens when social media picks up on things. Suddenly mm. everyone's like, oh my God, yeah, that's that's me because we all find a way to relate to something. Like as soon as, I don't know, and there's always trends. There's like the trend of ADHD content. And now I'm seeing a lot to do with complex trauma. And whilst these things yeah. are really good, it becomes this weird, I don't know. I feel like sometimes the more you see stuff, the more you believe in it that it's you yeah. also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 100% this is me. It's like, oh, uh, I mean, I I feel like it's it's useful if you're using it to for growth and to understand, but you shouldn't be using it as an excuse. Like that yes. is when it's crossing the line. It's yes. like, oh, I'm, I didn't know better because, you know, you triggered me. Like that <laughs> is not okay. Like, yeah. It's supposed to be, fuck, I felt triggered in this situation and yes. let's have a conversation about it. Yes, exactly. Like mm -hmm. showing up in a good way. I think that's a really good thing. Excuses are also out. Just Excuses, fuck excuses. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be aware of your own shit. And I think especially when it comes to relationships, it's so important mm. to own up and be accountable. Yeah. Maybe oh, that's an oh. in. And being that, in yeah, is in being, being accountable. accountable. Yeah, yes, I like that. And oh, we are our own shit. What about out is blaming your parents or your caregivers? 
so easy when your therapists tell you to blame them for yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, so what does this remind you of in your childhood? Yeah, oh my, like, yes, yes. Fuck. Daddy left me, no. Why does it always come back to the same exact thing? <sighs> but maybe it's the, maybe it's the, like, the, the words. So blaming your parents is out, but understanding about it. Yeah, understanding how you're formed and why you think the way you do because of your childhood and your caregivers is in. Yeah. Self-shame is out. Oh my God, out. Get it out. Shaming is out. I feel like I do this to myself because I feel like I shamed myself with the failure stuff around a relationship's not working. I feel like that's Mm. that's a shame thing. It's like you should be ashamed because you're not good enough and like Mm. all of that stuff. So shaming yourself is out. And even to do with sex stuff, like, oh my God, why do I enjoy this? And we need to learn more about our kinks and why we have them and also explore them in healthy ways because otherwise they do come out in unhealthy ways. Yeah, they they can do, yeah. And you you seek it in unhealthy ways and you stay with it when it's not healthy because it's like that's all you're getting from it and that's what you want and you feel like you deserve that. Yeah. So yeah, I like the self-shaming to be out, especially around our bodies as well. Mm -hmm. Like we've we've just had December, the most indulgent month. Oh my God. No one is- I put on loads of weight recently. (laughs) I can't even wear my jeans anymore. All my trousers where they're usually like a little bit baggy. I'm like, these are tight and they're really uncomfortable. So I'm wearing Mm. trackies for the rest of the month. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think this is the thing also people get really um obviously when when you're wearing clothes that aren't the right size it makes you feel so bad about your body so I think it's really important to wear clothes that fit no matter what yeah but okay so how do we change that so it doesn't sound shamey because there's already tones of shame in what you're saying like self-deprecation is out you know like calling yourself a fucking idiot because you mess up something or saying like oh my my baggy jeans are now tight on me like there's nothing wrong with that if anything that is that should be seen as sexy like fucking good on you 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 stored up stored up the fat for the winter and now you're like a sexy goddess Mm. but for me wearing clothes that are uncomfortable is out yeah because it makes me feel bad about myself yeah yeah then the self-shame comes in we should talk about the ins the ins, Let's, okay, the okay. ins. Next what is list, in? next list, well, I mean, everyone. Already that in was taking accountability. Taking that accountability. is such a good in, oh. Love that. Yeah. So hard though, because the shame comes in, right? You're like, I'm so ashamed that I fucked up, but I'm gonna yeah. take accountability. Mm. But even just like n- being accountable, like learning about yourself. Um, yeah, seeing seeing the places that you have fucked up in the relationship and just being like, I own that. You yeah. know, I'm, I apologize. This happened. I'm aware of my behavior. Mm. I think awareness also comes into accountability. Like be aware of yourself. Mm-hmm. Be aware of why you act in the way that you do. Be aware of your patterns when it comes to oh, sex and relationships. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like saying shitty comments when I'm angry. I have taken harsh accountability for that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, f- uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I fully fucked up. Yeah, yeah. you okay, have every and right to be angry at me. Mm. In prioritizing our pleasure, 
Yes. Yeah, that is in prioritizing our pleasure. <gasps> what it's also in is asking for what we need and what we want. Yes, your pleasure is your responsibility. Yes. And that, that fits in to asking for what we need and what we want. Not only yeah. in the bedroom, if you don't come and your partner comes, you have to ask them. Like, mm. I would really like for us to try and get me to have an orgasm before you have an orgasm. Yeah. Or if you if you do want to come, then can we spend some time after to get me to reach my goal and what I need? Yeah, yeah. In exploring your kinks and learning yeah. about your kinks. In. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or like in is taking more risks and doing stuff that scares us. Ooh, yeah. Pushing ourselves out of feeling comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, I get so scared about going on dates and I really have yes. to push myself to get out on them. Yeah. Oh, it's a nerve wracking experience for someone's social anxiety. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it though. I'm so proud. Yeah. Yeah. What's another in for you? Oh my God. Like giving myself time to rest and giving myself a fucking break. Like yeah. not just like a physical break, but a verbal break. Stop be mentally beating myself up in my head. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, like saying stuff like, oh, you, you're a fucking idiot. You shouldn't have done that. Like, of course, that's why this person doesn't like you anymore. Mm. Like, no, stop that internal bullying. That is so out. You want in, you want to change that language and be like, oh, you were going through a hard time back then. Maybe, maybe you could do it better next time. Or like, it's okay. You've got a lot on your plate at the moment. You're not going to remember everything. Yeah. Like being your own cheerleader. Verbal Be cheerleader. your own mm. cheerleader. I feel like that should go into something to do with work and like not having like crazy expectations and yes. doing stuff for other people. Do it for yourself instead, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to social media. Don't just put stuff out there that you think other people are going to like. Do your social media for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's how we have a healthier relationship with it. Out is a toxic social media relationship. In using social media to benefit ourselves rather than being addicted to it and, you know, it wasting a lot of our time. Oh my God, out is like phone addiction. Out and phone yes. and social media addiction. That is fucking out. I'm so done with it, man. <laughs> in for me this year is traveling, mm -hmm. spending more time in nature, just doing shit that I want to do and feeling like happy with where I am and where mm. I've got and not always thinking like there's another better thing to do. Yeah, Like there, yeah. there doesn't always need to be more. I can be actually, I can accept doing less if I have the means to do less. Okay, the, like the out is less porn, but the in is more running with your own imagination and fantasies and masturbating yeah. through that way my orgasms and my pleasure is so much better since doing that yeah so much fucking better it is easier for me to orgasm and the orgasms are so much better and it took yeah. like maybe like a year of stopping porn and using my imagination and really like buckling down but apparently that also helps with impotence as well not no relying on porn um and also the other thing with impotence is trying to get your dick hard without touching it. So using your imagination and not touching your dick and like working the muscle there. And it's yeah. the same with orgasms. I, I swear to God, I couldn't come in partnered sex because 
because of the porn addiction I had. Interesting. And now I'm using my imagination. It's so much fucking easier. Yeah. That's Mm. a really, really good one. I mean, Mm -hmm. I love to masturbate just with my imagination. Sometimes it takes me in some really dark places, but... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can't stop fantasizing about a mental asylum that's where my fantasies are going right now yeah and i am a patient in a mental asylum being like bullied and tortured and like experimented on by all these fucked up doctors and shit and it i cannot leave this asylum i just it turns me on so fucking much i'm gonna buy a straight jacket by the way (laughs) which i'm excited about (laughs) yeah yeah i'm so excited yeah from the, the tickle party inspo yeah oh my god i'm obsessed i'm buying the exact same one it's so cool very very cool okay so what are our intentions for this year okay that's the next section what are we going to write down for our intentions words like statements emotions i actually wait where is my notebook because i actually did write some of these down before did you nice one um on actual New Year's Eve, I was sitting, I had a very low-key one. It wasn't at an orgy like you. I was just sitting with my <laughs> friends writing our intentions for the rest of the year. Oh, that's lovely. And my mine are, I wrote home, having like a home for myself. I really want to nest yes. this year, hopefully. Mm. My, my words were home, visa and love. But I think I need to delete <laughs> love. Need to just mm. get rid of love. Love but thy love, friends. Yeah, love could be... Love thyself. It, love thy... Yeah, love thyself. Love thy friends. Love thy family. Like, get more into platonic love. Yes. And just love of life. Like, yeah. love of experiences. So, yeah, those those were mine. What else did I have? Trust, peace, inner power and an inner artist i really want to connect to my inner artist this year like i have so many ideas for like erotic self-art that i want to do we should do some shit when i come visit yes well 100 we can do but we're riding out into the desert in my car and like taking lots of really cool photos with my car in the middle of nowhere I'm so excited nudity. to come see you. Yes, with fucking nudity, man. With fucking nudity. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, intentions. Um, intention is allow myself to feel how I'm going to feel about Jacob being further away, but also not let it get me down too much. Like, not yes. feel like it's the 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 end of the world and I'm not going to be able to cope like actually be able to manage the situation and see it as a positive not a negative I think that's a really really good one that is my intention that's my main intention yeah really repair the relationship with my mum like it's it's on the mend it's definitely on the mend but like I want to get it back to the way it was no 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 not to the way it was I want to get it to a place that's even better better yeah, like more mature, more grown up, learning more things. That would be good. Yes. And also, I think this year I'm going to really learn to do what I want to do and live my life the way that I want to live it, regardless of what other people think and how other people feel or how I think other people think I should li- live my life. Okay. So like going to bed at 4am and waking up late, like 
Like, yes. I feel still feel guilty about that. But like, if that's the time that I want to work and do my fucking OnlyFans content, I should just allow myself to do that. Apparently, I heard this recently that Prince had Prince time. And he, so everyone that entered his house would come onto Prince time and they would record music all night because he said that that was his creative window and like mm. the most creative part of the day for him. Um, so when anyone came into his life, they'd be on Prince time and they would sleep at 6am in the morning and that's, Whoa. they'd sleep 6am to 12pm and then they'd get up, have their day and then create music all night. Oh my God, I fucking love that Prince time. Yeah. That sounds fucking dope. So you just need your read time, basically. I do. I don't know how I can convince my my nine to fivers to do that with me, but you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> That's okay. Think... They can do them, I do me. Yeah, maybe it's not as much as like everyone that comes into your life has to be on read time. Yeah, imagine. But... Okay, you're in my house, so now you're on read time. Yeah, it's not working with Jacob. Like that's it's we're trying, but it's not working. He's just not on read time. No, I'm like, I'm so awake when he's asleep. I'm like, fuck, man, I don't know how you do this. Yeah, yeah. that would feed into the narcissistic personality disorder way too much. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't care if you've got to get up early for work. It has to be read time. <laughs> yeah. It's been adjust an adjustment. It has been. I now have sometimes I have early nights. It's crazy. Yes. Um some words that are inspiration for intentions for the rest of the year mm -hmm. for the curious fuckers freedom mischief mm -hmm. oh mischief i like that one that's good content sexy eh, content yeah, yeah right sexy content i feel like my whole brain is filled up with content healing heal healed okay i like the healing all right yeah that sounds good delicious mm. oh as in like be Delicious. delicious yeah 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 i feel that in my mouth that's a good mouth i do feel. i do feel that as well i feel like this year could be delicious delicious mm. connection or connected mm, that's mm. nice spice oh, <laughs> spice up your spice. life <laughs> spice is so hard <laughs> self-forgiveness that's a really good one i feel like that's what we've been talking about and self-acceptance self Mm. Self-acceptance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Those, yeah. Those were some tasty ass words. And lastly, to round up the podcast, the sex fuck it list. And you have already been writing in to tell us what's on your fuck it list. Okay, so you curious fuckers said what's on your fuck it list is, and thank you for inputting and sending all of these, they're great. Getting pegged by my wife. That's dope. I love that. Yes, yes. Threesomes, and so many of you curious fuckers have shared this goal. Play parties and sex parties. Hey. And you can join our Facebook group if anyone of the curious fuckers fancies going to a play party or sex party, doesn't know anyone to go with, then join our Facebook group because there are so many like-minded peeps on there looking and finding teams and making friends to go to these sex parties. Yes. We would highly recommend it. Y'all seem so lovely. Tickle party, someone said. Hey, Maybe they need to go to yours. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm in the midst of planning my next one. It's going to be good. This one just says swing. I'm thinking swing. it's saying like swinging, swing. as in non-monogamy and playing around with other people outside I, your partner. Swing? Yeah, I think Or does that. it mean a sex swing? Like, I'm all going to get a sex swing. Both of those are great. 
someone's written cream pie. Yeah, cream uh, pie. All right. I, yeah, let's go. Let's get the cream pie. That's actually something that's out for me this year. I actually, well, not that it's ever been in, to be honest, because I'm not on the pill. Um, but <laughs> I feel like this year for me, I want to have a lot more protected sex. I don't mm. want any raw dicks inside me. Raw. <laughs> raw. Yeah. Um, it's a good that's a good thing to to want. Um, <laughs> explore sexuality. Yeah, yeah. We love the sound yes, of yes, this. Yes. This is beautiful. Learn more about my pleasure. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Get my book For- and learn about your body. Oh my god! Yes, get the book. What's the book called, Florence? Say it again. This book will make you feel something. You can buy it anywhere, and also it's available in the states in June this year. So that's exciting. Oh. That is exciting. Nice. Yeah. This one says fall in love. Are we are we allowing this? Are we allowing this on the fuck list? Yeah, because we did decide it's the fall in love. a big expectation though. Could be platonic. Yeah. Could be like fall in love fall with in your love friend. With yourself. Fall in love with yourself. Fall in love with the world. Even and it's also hard. it's also okay to want to fall in love with another person. Like that is part of being human. That is part of our culture. I mean, it's okay to love. want that. But it's whether or not it's at the detriment of your own happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Which it very much can be and has been for me. Managed to get laid after two years. Yes. Woo! Break that celibacy. Yeah. But also, that's beautiful as well. Celibacy, two years. That sounds like mm. a really good time for for you and self-care. And you don't have to get laid unless you want to. Yes. Um, use more toys. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That is crazy looking. Reed's just showed oh a God. massive, like, pink icicle monster dick. So this is a futa. It's a woman with a dick. What? what? This is, this is like, a siren with titties. Oh, my God. Thighs. She's also got testicles and a giant monster dick with a vulva at the very tip. That's crazy. I'm obsessed with this. I'm obsessed. That, it looks oh. like a really good floppy. It's got some really good give. It's ah, uh, yeah, nice. Um, and then I lastly, just got this, so I was excited. Lastly, butt stuff. <laughs> yes, everyone loves the butt stuff. Butt stuff. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I add butt stuff? Not necessarily just receiving, but also giving. Yes. Mm. That's true. I want to put my finger in some assholes this year. Yeah, sounds that sounds really rough, but yeah. <laughs> the way you said it was just so like, I want to put some fingers in some assholes, man. Like, <laughs> I'm feeling um, kind of numb, very numb to all my feelings around sex, relationships, and all that stuff. I'm like yeah. very like level about it all. That is like, understandable. Yeah. You've been fucking through it. So curious fuckers, we hope in front of you, you have a page of stuff written down or you've written it in your laptop or in your phone or wherever it might be useful. And you have your ins and your outs and the things you're going to fuck it this year. And yeah. some some shit to look forward to. It's very exciting. Take some reasks. That was a really nice exercise to do together, actually. I think it's really important to have a think about these things at the start of the year. So I hope yeah. you've got some good things written down and that you feel positive. And maybe don't 
don't feel like you need to do anything before the end of January, but what are you going to tick off first on your list? Whether that's like downloading a dating app again. I guess that's something that I did. Yeah, nice. Tick. Yeah, maybe use the end of January as a goal to make the first step towards ticking off something on your list. Yeah, but Mm. also no pressure in January because I feel like January is such one of those months where you just feel like, okay, I need to get back to it. I've got all these goals. I've got all these resolutions. I've got all these things, intentions, whatever. And it's actually a really hard time of the year to have the energy. We just burnt ourselves out from all the Christmas activities. It's we can allow ourselves to slowly get into all of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about just being easy on yourself. Just take it one day at a time. You know, be yeah. more flo- Florence. I was going to say be more flow. Be more Florence. Be more flow. Go with the wind. Be yeah, easy breezy. be more floaty mm. like me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with, but without my negative inner chat of like, you should be doing more. Why are you not? Do- why are you? S-? Sometimes I sit in the garden just garden and just stare at the blue sky and then Mm. i'm sitting there also thinking like what a waste of a day actually it wasn't it was a really good thing to do sitting just enjoying nature enjoy the day slowly like what is living without yeah although i do have to say i did my taxes um the other day and (laughs) the accomplishment that i felt after completing them was Mm. very satisfying Mm-hmm. So maybe actually working and doing shit and achieving shit is good for us also. Especially with the overwhelm when you actually get a huge task done. It's like, ah, oh, thank God I'm free. I'm done. And also we're going to start putting way more effort into our Patreon this year. So if you want to support us and what we do, please become a Patreon. It means so much to us. And also we still can't put our YouTube videos up because of mm-hmm. our ban so we're putting all our videos up on patreon you can only access the podcast video if you are a patreon which is wild we're still trying to figure all that mess out but yeah Yeah. if if you love the podcast on the youtube then please do your best to pledge even just like one pound one dollar a month to to access all the videos that oh my god you know what we didn't even mention at the beginning of the episode what maybe this is the easter egg did you notice that we changed the name of the podcast to Come oh, Curious? Oh, shit. This is <laughs> Easter egg. Like the, I'm dying. The secret bit at the end. And if you got here, you're a true fan. Ha ha ha. Yeah. So we're now not fucks given anymore. We are Come Curious. Solidly yeah. Come Curious. Uh, mm-hmm. Fucks given ended up being quite a bit of a nightmare for us um, in terms of being able to be searched and also like, yeah, shadow banned, censored. And also like a lot of brands don't want to sponsor a podcast that has fuck in the title. So yes, yeah, exactly. It's a good you know move. what? Fuck's Given is out. Come Curious is in. Yes. 2024. Uh, Fuck's Given out. Come Curious in. I mean, Come Curious yes. is our baby's name. And also happy birthday to Come Curious. We are turning nine years old nine um, years of doing sex education that's crazy yeah, we we uploaded our very first youtube video on the january the, the 11th the 11th okay. <laughs> january the 11th in 2015 and we are officially nine years old wow, wow wait yay. it's the 11th today when we're recording oh my God, stop it stop. what is wrong with us <laughs> 
We, oh how useless are we? So useless. Oh, George, Jesus. Wait, wait, I'm stopping all that conversation. We are not useless. <laughs> we are we are not useless. We are neurodivergent people who aren't very good with numbers and dates. Like, and are very like, badly organised. Yes. So yeah. badly organised. Happy birthday, Florence. Happy birthday. Have, yeah. oh, do you know how many views that we've had on the channel since we started? Oh my God, no, tell me. 40 million and above. 40 million views on yeah. our YouTube channel is insane. Yeah. The hell? Yeah. I don't even know. How do you even comprehend 40 million people? That's that's fucking wild. Wild. So wild. wild. But no, anyway. Y'all all have too much time on your hands, you losers. <laughs> This podcast episode should have ended ages ago, um, but obviously we were just were very excited to be back. Yes, yeah, we are. And then I get to see you in like a couple of weeks. I'm so excited. Reed's coming out to America. Yeah, to we need America. to fucking celebrate. We just turned nine. Yeah, we'll celebrate when you're here. We'll yeah. do a big thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, baby. This 2024 is going to be a great year and I'm so excited that you curious fuckers are along for the ride with us. Yeah, baby. We love you all so much. And of course, if you want to keep up to date with all of our shenanigans, then please follow our Come Curious Instagram account. It took me a second. <laughs> what are they following? Our Come Curious Instagram account, which we post up pretty much, yeah, almost every day. Yeah. Every day. Um, and of course, our personal accounts, Florence Bark and Reed Amberx. And as always, remember to leave a rating and a review because it helps get the good word into more people's ears. And that's exactly what we need. That's 2024 goals. Yes. Yes. We love that shit. Think that's it. Follow our Patreon. Patreon. Um, Follow our OnlyFans. Like, yeah. Yeah. Watch some filthy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do this, curious fuckers. Mm. Great. Yeah, so great I'm, to be follow talking our, to follow you our OnlyFans. I'm gonna be <laughs> whoa, gonna be using this bad boy or bad girl. I, I don't whoa. know. I don't know what to call her. She's she's so good. She's so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. See you next Thursday. Whoa, almost S- fucked up. Yeah, in it. She's see you next Thursday. Next Thursday. <laughs> we have to go. Ooh, we we have to go. Bye. Jesus Christ. Goodbye, everyone. Love you. Bye. <laughs> In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organisation called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.